It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day seven, policies and procedures. There are numerous reasons to put some serious work into your compliance policies and procedures. They are certainly a first line of defense when the government comes knocking. The 2020 update made clear that any well-designed compliance program entails policies and procedures that give both content and effect to ethical norms and that address and aim to reduce risk by identifying by the company as part of its risk assessment process. This statement made clear that regulators will take a strong view against a company that does not have a well-thought-out and articulated policy and procedures around against bribery and corruption, all of which are systematically reviewed and updated. Moreover, having policies written out and signed by employees provides what some consider the most vital layer of communication and acts as an internal control. Together with a signed acknowledgement, these documents can serve as evidentiary support if a future issue arises. In other words, the document, document, document mantra applies just as strongly to policies and procedures in anti-corruption compliance. The specific written policies and procedures required for a best practices compliance program are well-known and long-established. According to the 2020 FCPA Resources Guide, some of the risks companies should keep in mind include the nature and extent of transactions with foreign governments, including payments to foreign officials, the use of third parties, gifts, travel, and entertainment expenses, charitable and political charitable donations and political contributions, and facilitate, facilitating and expediting payments. Policies help form the basis of expectations for standards of companies' conduct in your company. Procedures are the documents which implement these standards of conduct. Compliance policies do not guarantee employees will always make the right decision. However, effective implementation and enforcement of compliance policies to demonstrate to the government that a company is operating professionally and ethically for the benefit of its stakeholders and employees and the communities it served. There are five general elements to a compliance policy, and they should stake out the following. Number one, identify who the company policy applies to. Two, set out the objectives of the company policy. Three, describe how the company policy is required. Four, outline examples of acceptable and unacceptable behavior under the company policy. And five, lay out the specific consequences for failure to comply with the company policy. The 2020 update went further by requiring an assessment whether the company has established its policies and procedures that incorporate the culture of compliance into its day-to-day operations through a design which is appropriate to the organization based upon the organization's assessed risk. It includes questions around design and comprehensiveness. The 2020 updated evaluation mandates that there must be communications of your compliance policies and procedures throughout the workforce and relevant stakeholders such as third parties and business venture partners. Some of the questions under accessibility are, how has the company communicated its policies and procedures to all employees and relevant third parties? If the company has foreign subsidiaries, are there linguistics or other barriers to foreign employees' access? Under responsibility for operational integration, who has been responsible for integrating the policies and procedures? Have they been rolled out in a way that ensures employees' understanding of the policies? Are there specific ways of compliance policy and procedures reinforced throughout the company's internal control systems? This means that it's more than simply having appropriate policies and procedures. 
They must be operationalized into your compliance program down to the business unit level. How can you do so? Compliance training is only one type of communication. The key element for compliance practitioners, because if you have a 30,000-plus global workforce, simply the logistics of training can appear daunting. Small groups where detailed questions about policies can be raised and discussed can be a powerful teaching tool. Another technique is posting frequently asked questions in common areas and virtually. Also, having written compliance policies signed by employees provides what some consider the most vital layer of communication. A signed acknowledgement can serve as evidentiary support if a future issue arises. Finally, never forget the example of the Morgan Stanley Declination, where a recalcitrant employee annually signs such certifications. These certifications help Morgan Stanley walk away with a full declination. The 2020 FCPA Resources Guide ends its sections on policies with the following. Regardless of the specific policies and procedures implemented, these standards should apply to personnel at all levels of the company. It is important that compliance policies and procedures are applied fairly and consistently across the organization. Institutional fairness demands that if a compliance policies and procedures are not applied consistently, there is a greater chance that the employee will be dismissed for breaching a policy could successfully claim he or she was unfairly terminated. Moreover, inconsistent applications of your policies and procedures will destroy the credibility of your compliance program. This last point cannot be overemphasized. If an employee is going to be terminated for fudging their expense accounts in Brazil, you'd best make sure that the same conduct lands your top producer in the U.S. with the same quality of discipline. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, written compliance policies and procedures together with the code of conduct will form the backbone of your compliance program going forward. Number two, the DOJ expect a well-thought-out and articulated set of compliance policies and procedures that will be adequately communicated throughout your organization. Number three, institutional fairness for the applications and policies and procedures demands consistent application across the globe. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement which occurred in 2020 and will help inform your compliance program going forward into 2021 and indeed beyond. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.